This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Uh, so I got a box of four different Magic Spoon cereals in the mail this week. Cocoa, Fruity, Frosted, and Blueberry. And it was uh, the highlight of my week. When I was a child, I was only allowed to eat nice cereal on the weekends because in those days, they hadn't figured out how to make cereal both nice and healthy yet. Uh, so the past few days, I've been able to defy my parents and delight my child at the same time just by eating Magic Spoon's amazing frosted flavor, which reminds me of the only two days out of every week that I was ever truly happy as a boy. Um, now, it doesn't say this in the copy here, uh, which is honestly a little bit irresponsible, um, but in the interest of safety, I do want to just kind of spell out for everyone uh, that you shouldn't just open every box you come across just because sometimes there's nice cereal inside. Uh, for instance, the Lament configuration is also a box you can find. Uh, based on the very few Hellraiser movies I've seen, sometimes you have to spend a lifetime looking for it, but sometimes it's just hidden in the floorboards of your attic. And if you carelessly open that box, you will be introduced to a world of pleasure and pain beyond anything the human mind can imagine. Um, so I want to be really clear here. If you're certain that what you have is a magic spoon delivery box, do open that. It tastes amazing, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Uh, but if you think there's any chance at all that the box you have might be the Lament configuration from Hellraiser, don't open that. It doesn't taste like anything, and usually Pinhead and an army of ill-begotten abominations called Cenobites will come out of it and pull you into a labyrinthine dimension of torment and agony. Go to magicspoon.com slash babysitters to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code babysitters at checkout to get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash babysitters and use the code babysitters for free shipping. Uh, we want to thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. And again, just so it's absolutely crystal clear delicious boxes of breakfast food that will take you back to your childhood yes diabolical puzzle boxes that will open a portal to an army of extra-dimensional beings who will mercilessly flay your flesh no be safe out there in 86 nm martin wrote the first book of what became a cult we're back hello we're back the boys Is, are back do you always start the, the podcast with that uh, often because like you're expecting that everyone has been kind of like where are they sitting in a state of just like complete inaction like have you seen um i am legend no you've never seen i am legend no, Will Smith is in. Oh, no, I feel of like you would like it. Mm, I'm scared that the dog's gonna die. I can't honestly can't remember if he does. Um, yeah. The there's these monsters, these mutants, vampire mm -hmm. mutants. Yeah, and they only come out at night after sundown. Yeah, and so Will Smith wanders around New York during the day, and occasionally he'll come across like a den of these things. Okay, and during the day they like sleep and hibernate, which means that they all and they look human, you know, humanish. Okay. Yeah. They all huddle into like a dark basement somewhere and mm. just like sit there and like kind of undulate a little bit. Okay. 
And that's what I imagine our listeners do <laughs> every week, yeah. waiting for a new episode. Waiting for us to say, we're back. Yeah. That sounds right. Then they activate and they go and hunt Will Smith. <laughs> and then in this metaphor, hunting Will Smith is listening to our show on their way to work or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's anyone's good. going to work these days, but... Yeah. No, speaking of I am legend, I'm, I'm feeling like legend here in New <laughs> That's York. Perfect. Am I right? Great. I love it. I love it. Um, hi, hi. Hi. And welcome to the Babysitter's Club. Club. And you, and say, you say the second club. And you say it too? Club. I am Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner Greenring. And every week we talk about a new video novel in the great video cycle. By the Anna video Martin cycle. and Rachel Schuchert and Lucia Agnello and who else? Um, so many names now. So many names. We're getting I mean, to know we, them all. We heard a story today that Anne was involved in sort of like a deep Anne, state way. Anne Matthews Martin, the princess of the Prince of Towns. Um, Lucy Kitada. Executive producer. It's the Babysitter's Club Extended Universe. Um, Naya Susakov, yep. executive producer. Uh, the the Eternal. The uh, Infinite. The Infinite, as mm-hmm. I call him. Oh, you? you that's what you. And I'm hoping, come up like, with? I'm hoping we can talk to someone later today, this episode, to confirm that, that that's accurate. That. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thought. Um, Michael DeLuca. Yes. Uh, so there are a lot of people involved. It's the great sitter's cycle. Now on your big screens, there's a video component to it. So if you've just been reading it, you're doing it wrong. There's visuals on this it's one. It's 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking reads anymore? Yeah. They got real girls for this one. What is this, the Victorian era? <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's it's 2020 and they did a video. And we're talking about the video this week. We're going to be talking about episode five of the video series, Dawn and the Impossible Three and before we get any further, I should tell you that we're going to have some guests at the end of the episode. Some very special guests. Ah, yes, two very special guests: Sochi yes. Gomez and Malia Baker, aka Don Schaefer and Marianne, Marianne Spear, are going to be joining us on the show. Yes. What um, are you going to ask them? Oh, I'm going to ask about the infinite thing. That's smart. Yeah, that's good. I'm probably going to say that my divine spark, the divine spark in me recognizes the divine spark in them. That would be a good thing to say. Which is something Don says. Don says it. Yeah, you and I, so you and I both watched this episode before our interview with the girls, but I didn't, I think neither of us took any notes. We just kind of like took it in so that in case it, yeah, it came up and then I've done a close rewatch prior yep. to talking with you so I can have all my wits about me. Yeah. Um, and you you captured Divine Spark in me, recognized the Divine d- Spark in you. I too. did. I th- yeah. But at the first at first I didn't. Of course. That was the answer. Allow the Divine Spark in myself to recognize the Divine Spark within Christy Thomas. But this Maybe time we I open did. rather than like uh we're back, which we're feels back. like such a non intro. Yeah. Maybe we start the show with Hello, the divine spark in the me. The divine spark in us recognizes the divine spark in all of you, baby nation. Oh, so it's not me recognizing my divine spark recognizing your divine spark. It's our collective divine spark our, recognizing the divine spark of the baby nation. 
our divine sparks have been integrated for many years now, and yeah. they've they're well acquainted. It's and, one and recognize one another. It's slightly shinier than it's a, not really one, one person's divine spark but would be. They're so close that it's hard to like tell. Like they're so close and so bright that it's hard right. to tell the two apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are casting our light out on everyone else's divine sparks, and we see you, and we see you. Yeah. Yes. And you can't hide from us. You can't hide. Try to hide in the shadows, but we can't because we'll shine a light on you and we do see you. There are no and shadows. Stop hiding. Stop crawling Not around here. in the darkness. We see you no matter what you do. Jack. Yeah. Later this episode, we will be having two young women on the show. Mm-hmm. Sochi and Malia. Mm-hmm. I want if you can help yourself. Okay. And I, I know you and I need you to cool it this episode. Okay. This is going to be a family-friendly episode. We're having two young women on the show. We keep, we need to keep it very PG. Yeah. Because they're probably going to want to listen. Right. Their parents are probably going to want to listen. Keep it PG-13. Keep it PG-13. Yes, yes, yes. Because they're both. Yep. So we can say fuck older. once. Ah, fuck. Oh, no. Come on. I'll bleep the second one. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Yeah. You can't say Okay. Can you bleep both? Because I, I don't want that to be our wasted... I think that's it. Oh, dang. Okay, we okay. can have one. You, I'll, ble- I'll bleep them both. We can have one more. Okay, great. Um, can I I say... just think we should avoid any kind of drug or alcohol or violence or sexual themes. Okay, great. That should be easy to do. We're talking about super easy to do. Club TV show. Yep. Um, Jack, 35-second mark. I want to talk about something. Okay, do you want to talk about it before you describe the novel? Yeah. Okay. Dawn, the the show opens, and Dawn mm-hmm. is unpacking still. Right. And there she's doing a little monologuing. Mm-hmm. And how am I going to... Okay, there's bound to be rough waters. We're sure to take some falls, but with the Gordon Lord as a captain, we're going to make it through them all. Okay. On the shelf, they pan up, and on the okay. shelf yes. in the living room... Yeah, they open with this. Sharon has left... An egg beater. An egg beater on the okay. shelf. Oh my God, I'm just realizing that plays into something so profound. I'm just going to write down Egg Beater okay. to come back to. And, oh, I know what you're thinking. It is profound. Yeah. I think what we're dealing with here is... Okay, our, I know what I you're saying. I, don't want, I, wanna, I wanna find the, the most delicate way of saying Let it. Let me try our to say play, it. or maybe like... Let me try to say it. When I'm, Okay. When two people love each other very much when their divine sparks are so intertwined when their divine sparks are so intertwined that they want to take it to the next stage there are many ways that they could approach that one of the ways jack and i started a podcast yeah we started a podcast we're very close yeah. We're best friends. Let's start a yeah. podcast. Our divine sparks are intertwined. We started a podcast. That's one of yeah. the ways. Yeah. Another one of the ways. Oh, now I'm seeing why. Okay. Sometimes when you have a refrigerator, I can say that, right? Everyone Fine. has one. Everybody. Has you know one. what? Everybody has a refrigerator. Mommy has a refrigerator. Daddy has a refrigerator. Everybody's got a refrigerator, right? I mean, not everybody, but most people. Most people do have them. Most people in America. Most people in America have a refrigerator. And sometimes when two people 
love each other very much. Uh-huh. And they have a refrigerator, and I think we're getting somewhere now. And they don't have the equipment to start a podcast. Right. Or the interest. But they want to, or the interest, but they want to express that love. Sometimes. (sighs) They did, there's refrigerator play. There's refrigerator play. It's literally the first thing they show in this episode is refrigerator play. Yeah, they put she took, she got the egg beater <laughs> and she put it on the shelf out in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, very interesting. Thank you for bringing that up, Tanner. And it, it's our duty as chroniclers of this. Oh, series. sorry. Can I mention one other thing? Okay. Yeah. One minute, fifteen second mark. Um, Sharon comes in from a date with Richard, mm-hmm. and she is all a flutter. She's all a flutter. She's mm-hmm. she's in love, and mm-hmm. she's speaking with Don. And Don grabs the egg beater to bring it into the living room or into the the kitchen with her. And Sharon says, oh, no, let me. And she grabs the egg beater from Don and puts it back on the bookshelf and emits this like... Very satisfied sigh. Very satisfied sound. Yeah. Yeah. It smells delicious. Let me... The sound someone might make when they're not doing a podcast, but they are very close with someone. Yes. And their sparks are intertwined, and right. that is the sound she made. Yes. So if this isn't refrigerator play, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. We should probably describe the video novel. Yeah, I, I think, think I do turn. it, actually. Yeah. Why don't you put 60 seconds on a big bad clock? I'll say what happens. I don't have a big bad clock. Find one and time you right this time. Okay. Can you do that for me? I'm gonna do. Tell me when it's, I've got ten seconds, seconds left. I'm just. I'm. I've got a craving to do this the old-fashioned way. I want to do it clean. I want to do it right. I want to do it in sixty in actual five, seconds. Yeah. Four, three, two, one. Okay. Dawn is new in town, but she's friends with Marianne, and Marianne brings her to a babysitters club meeting, and she's and Christy's like, "You're not allowed." The bylaws say you're not allowed to bring a new person to the meeting without consulting the group and marianne is like okay whatever anyway dawn is provisionally accepted into the babysitters club and her first job is with the barretts because no one wants to take a job with natalie barrett because she's a real pain to babysit for um meanwhile uh, dawn's mom and mr spear are courting and meanwhile uh marianne per her agreement with Fear the Spear last week, is rearranging her room to be more grown up. This all comes to a head when Mrs. When Dawn's mom oversteps her bounds and rearranges the room too much and has a big fight with Mr. Spear, even though it seemed like things were going too well. Going well. Meanwhile, Dawn goes to look looks after the Impossible Three, and Mrs. Barrett oversteps her bounds, and they have to have a confrontation about it, but it ends up beep, being beep, okay. Beep, 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 beep. That's what the Google timer does. Okay. Yeah. Beep 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 beep. Uh, yeah. You got a lot of it in. Not all yeah. of it. I would not say... the impossible three plot quite as much. The the B minus. The big the big thing that happens that is quite powerful is that uh, Christy and Dawn work out their uh, disagreement with each other because okay. it turns out that... I'm downgrading you to C plus because you're just doing more plot now. Can I just say this to Ed to you as a friend? Yeah, but you're getting a C plus on on your recap. I don't I don't want that. 
I can I, if I stop now, can I, do I not get the C plus? No, I, we have to tell our listeners what happened. Fine. Christy and Don work out their stuff because it turns out that um, Christy was particularly upset, not just that Don was boning in on her friendship with Marianne, but that Don has a really good relationship with her dad, which Christy doesn't. And they kind of sorted that out together. And it seems like Don is now a, a full-fledged member of the Babysitter's Club. She's going to be the alternate officer, Tanner. The alternate officer because she's kind of alternate in a 90s way. Alter- yeah, kind of alternative. <laughs> alternative in a yeah. 90s way is what Christy yeah. says. Yeah. yeah. You'll need a title. Alternate officer? It means you'll do it all. Because you can. You are kind of alternative in a 90s sense. That's cool that people still know about that. It made, it made me the 90s? feel good. Well, yeah. just that being alternative because that was a real thing and it's not anymore. You don't think being alternative is a thing anymore? No, people don't listen to like Hoobastank. Well, people still listen to Hoobastank. My Spotify so. recently played and <laughs> a test. Wait, did your Spotify Discover play the reason for you? Because that's the ultimate burn of the week on you. The Spotify <laughs> Discover was like, I know what Tanner's going to like. It's all it ever plays. Because <laughs> it's all I ever listen to. They're like, you just want more Hoobastank, don't you? It's like, yes, please. Um, yes, please. The reason is you moment the yes the reason is you the moment you're describing actually jack at the end of the episode yep. so christy and dawn so dawn recognizes the the divine spark in christy and plays into her hand a little bit and says yep. you're the best babysitter i know can you come over and like give me tips right so christy goes over to dawn's house so does elizabeth brewer um or elizabeth Thomas. Someone someone in the group was giving me shit the other day. They're like, the boys have gotten so far and they've they've got all these big high profile guests and it kills me that Tanner still can't remember that her name is not Elizabeth Watson. Yeah. <laughs> um so Elizabeth Watson goes over to yeah. Don's Batgirl. house. Just say Batgirl. And Batgirl, yes. And um Christy gives Dawn a tip, which is whenever a kid is having like a freak out, mm-hmm. you do this very loud whistle and it yeah. disrupts their their panic right. and their freak out and it gives them a moment to collect themselves and explain, think about and explain what is causing their anxiety. Right. And my, at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. it's revealed that Mr. Barrett, mm-hmm. Hampton Barrett, I think his name was. Oh, right. We left out a vital plot point, which is that um, Buddy Barrett goes missing, and that causes um, uh, consternation to the point where they call the police, and it turns out that Mrs. Barrett forgot to say that Mr. Barrett was, was, it was his day to pick up Buddy to go to swim lessons. Yes. So uh, he comes back, and he says, oh, I'm sorry. My wife, like, didn't tell you. I feel so bad. Yeah. Ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chrissy freaks out and runs in the other room and starts smashing chips. Right. And then something happened, which was my. Tearful moment. I'd like to, with your permission, unless this is going to go against what you want to do here, institute a rule that I think we informally came up with last time we talked about what made us cry in the video novel. Uh, which is that we won't use clips. We'll try to reconstruct the relevant narrative here ourselves so that it feels more authentic. 
Okay. Well, I don't even have a clip, so it's fine. Well, can I describe that moment then? Yeah. Um, that leads up to it? Yeah. Le- describe, describe it, Daddy. Christy starts smashing the chips, and it's sad. She's sad because she's crying. She's, she's, smashing she's chips. very mad. And she says and something like, and then Dawn does a whistle, a scream. She does a scream. She does a scream. She uses Christy's own Which tricks Which is what Christy her. taught her. And then Christy turns around. She's got tears in her eyes. And Dawn says, I'm sorry to scream, but you taught me to, that when someone's acting out, it's uh, there's probably some underlying cause. And then Christy says, I'm smashing the chips because of my dad. Yeah. Right? I, I'm, smashing, I'm these, smashing these dang chips because of my dad. It's. I'm punching these... Doritos because my dad is gone. She's like, Buddy has a dad. You have a dad. Yeah. And and all these... I have is these chips. <laughs> and then smashing them because of dad. Now they're all smashed. Because of Patrick. Yeah. And it's very, I was weeping. It's t- very touching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk it through and it, they realize that they're friends. Christy says, my mom has Watson. My brothers have one another. And Marianne has you. And, right. and I, all I have is these dang, dang chips. And all I have is these dang crunched up chips now. Yeah. And Don says, no, you have more than just the dang crunched up chips. You have Marianne, too. She's still friends with you. And right. well, so half of Marianne. Half of Marianne, because half, half of, of Marianne. friends with Don now. And half of Don. So that's one whole friend. That's Yeah. Christy, you have not only do you have some crunchy chips, you have one whole friend. That's half yeah. of me and half of Marianne, so stop complaining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was my tearful moment. I really liked it. It made me cry. It was really sweet. I had another uh, tearful moment, if I may. They do like a one-two punch. They have that scene, and then they have a scene that explains why uh, Mr. Spear, Fear the Spear, uh, the guy from The Good Place, was so upset. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Let's not, let's not erase Brooklyn Nine-Nine here. I think yeah. that I'm doing it a disservice by just saying the guy from The Good Place. He's also from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And, and we all have to like come to terms. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine has to come to terms yeah. with what it means in the, in the modern climate. And we yeah. all have to come to terms with how we feel about Brooklyn Nine-Nine in the modern <coughs> climate. But Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but he, it, he reveals why he was so upset that Sharon... And the girls were rearranging the room, including taking down the Humpty Dumpty photo. And again, I'm not going to use a clip, but he says something like, he's sitting there looking at an old photo of Alma right at the end of the episode. And he says something like, my dead pregnant wife hung up that egg. Yeah. And because she's like she's like putting the egg on the wall for when I'm te- honestly tearing up thinking about it now. It's she's like she's a, pregnant a with Marianne. Portrait and she's of Humpty Dumpty. Putting the portrait up, which is what they took down. And he says, "My dead pregnant wife put that egg on the wall." Yeah. That's and then you realize Marianne in her belly. Yeah. And it, I, I'm honestly I'm getting chills because it is if, right after the Christie scene. And then that happens. Yeah. And you realize, because you're mad, I think as a viewer, you're mad at, at Richard for he was, breaking up He did up something kind of like bad, because the girls yeah. were all having fun with Sharon in Marianne's yeah. room, redecorating. 
taking down the the bad old wallpaper and the, yeah. the ugly Humpty Dumpty portrait. And Richard comes in and he says, all of you have to leave right now. Right. Get out of here. And he says it to uh, Sharon, which is rude. You should go. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and it's all because of his preg- dang pregnant wife. Yeah. My dang, dang pregnant wife would be better because she wasn't. Yeah. It, but it's a picture. There's a picture of her hanging up that photo, uh, yes. hanging up that portrait. Yes. And it's beautiful. And you understand. Is it a photo? Jesus, is it a photo? <laughs> you think that's a rare photo of Humpty Dumpty? <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> wow. It's probably very valuable. Uh, well, that's another reason to be upset. Jack. Yes. I was looking something up and thought I could talk vamp and look enough. up the thing at the same time. And after four years, you still think that. But it's never been true, has it? Here's a question I have for you, Jack. Okay. What is textiles if it's not yarn? <laughs> and maybe this is a segment that we used to do on the show and yeah. we can bring back for the the TV series series mm-hmm. which is called Oh my god, why she come out here with this crane on like she at a arcade? Jack and Tanner, fashion idiots. <laughs> why you got no shoes on? Girl, no. <laughs> what is textile? Because the, so they're talking about yeah. decorating Marianne's room, and everyone has ideas. Yeah, and someone says, I think Stacy says, "Oh, we can like decorate your room with textiles, one of your favorite things." Right, and, and then Christy Chris- says, "What, like yarn?" And, and they, they all, all kind of give her this look like, what you're are you so stupid. About? No, I'm so, this may be even Jack and Tanner and Christy fashion idiots. Fashion idiots. And then, and then the phone rings, and Stacy is like, thank God. Like, what, yeah. what Christy said was like so bad. That's yarn, it would be my first guess. What is textiles outside of like yarn and like, like string and like maybe cloth even? But I'm not even sure cloth qualifies. I would think yarn is a great example. What do you mean decorate this room with a textile theme? Like you're going to hang yarn everywhere? I don't get that. The, yeah, what does that mean, Stacy? Literally, what are you talking about? Textiles. textiles. Yeah. And textiles. Christy says, what, like yarn? And they're all like, shut up, Christy. It's like, I'm confused too. Yeah, I'm confused and I'm are uh, you frankly it? upset. No, I know what textiles are. They, it's yarn. It's like yarn. Yeah. It's like yarn. It's a very reasonable question. What are you doing uh, if not that? Oh, here, here's what I'm looking up. If this is something, and, and this may actually bear on what you're talking about. Um, the, the, here's the, the quote that introduces this textiles, this baffling textiles narrative at yeah. 323. Stacy says, Okay, I'll pull up my Pinterest. I still have some boards saved from when I moved. Sorted by color story. Now, the only color story I know, and I think you know as well, is obviously the the color mages in the Lightbringer series by Brent Weeks. Oh, yes. So right? these mages all have access to a certain kind of color, which informs their kind of magic that they use. Yeah, and if they can they see that color. things. Yeah. I mean, that's the most famous color story. Like, I think the reds are, like, it's strong. Like, yeah. You know, and, like... Yeah. Oh, interesting. So that's what she's talking about, right? And that's 
So maybe what the textiles are is just if you put up textiles of different colors. It te- it gives you that kind of it gives it, you access to that kind of magic. That kind of magic. And then and there's it, a character who kind of gets locked into a a box. Right, like, that that doesn't have any of the colors that he can access in order to um maybe that's what they're doing to Marianne. Right. And of course, I think the main character can use all kinds of colors. Yes, exactly. Not to give too much away about the Lightbringer series, which it sounds like the, this Netflix sort of show is going to it's going to weave in into the episode. So Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Do you think they'll get to it this season? Well, they already have, right? I mean, it's Stacy is already signaling that she's going to decorate this room according to a color story. She's got a Pinterest board already sorted by color stories, so she's right. looking, she's researching. I mean, I think there are five of them, the Lightbringer books. Maybe yeah. seven. They're long. They're I long. I think I've read they, five they of They stopped them. getting good about five, six into the way <laughs> yeah. the first one. Yeah, they were great, and then it was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, it may just uh, have hit a rough, rough patch. I'm sure he stuck the landing, but um, um, that's interesting. Okay, well, and that's great too because I, you know, Anne has her palette that she draws from the Hellraiser stuff, the Dark Tower stuff. But this is a new show, and they're obviously yeah. going to need stuff that's more modern. Um, and I love that they're bringing in Brent Weeks and like color, like color magic has always been something that's important to this series, usually in the form of flowers. I think with Karen. Yeah, color magic. Um, but Fire I magic. love that they're updating it by 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 bringing up the Lightbringer stuff. Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. I don't quite know if this is part of the same segment. It might be. I really just don't know what this is. Right. Okay. Um, at one point, they're all in the grocery store together. Don and Marianne find one another, and then Richie and Sharon mm-hmm. kind of have a flirtatious back and forth. Okay. Yeah. And Sharon says... Um, they're out of amaranth. Yeah, I have a lot and to say about it. Richard says, No amaranth. What do they expect us to do? Starve? <laughs> like, <laughs> hello? Attention shoppers. <laughs> Stop looking for amaranth. It doesn't exist. Yeah. And my question is, I thought amaranth was a kind of rock. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you've brought this up. Um, is it I've not a-, a kind of rock? No. Here's what amaranth is. I think there's a character in Steven Universe called Amaranth. There's a lot in Amaranth, and I think the Amaranth conversation is key to understanding the broader themes of this entire video novel series. Okay. Allow me to begin, if I may. Please. Amaranth in Greek means unfading or immortal. Okay. That's what it means. That's interesting, isn't it, given... Tanner, Amber theory about these girls. that yeah. these girls after, and we've talked about this in previous episodes about the video novels, after some kind of original sin that got them kicked out of some proverbial Garden of Eden, yeah, they are now cast out into the wilderness. This much we've covered, and also immortal, right? Yes. That's Amber theory. Let me bring Milton to bear now, okay. if I may bring in Milton. May I bring in Milton? Milk me. <laughs> That's not a reference people are going to get unless they, they specifically remember it last time we talked about Milton. <laughs> Milton was blind, and he made his daughter. He he transcribed all his books to his daughters, and when they came in in the morning, he would say, "Milk, milk me." <laughs> it's so vivid that you that you remember that. Um, here's what Milton says about amaranth, Tanner. 
Immortal amaranth, a flower which once in paradise, fast by the tree of life, began to bloom. But soon for man's offense to heaven removed, where first it grew in flowers aloft, shading the fount of life, and where the river of bliss through midst of heaven rolls, o'er Elysian flowers her amber stream. Okay. That's a lot to take on board. I got the, the general gist of that, which is that amaranth was a big flower in the Garden of Eden that amaranth caused is, the, sh- the stream to be shady. Yes, that that's part of it. So amaranth um, is—the word means unfading in Greek, It's and, and the flowers uh, are, are thought to sort of maintain their color. Like, this is color again, right? All the way, in, like, eternally. Okay. Um, but when man sinned, when Eve and Adam fell, mm-hmm. Amaranth also was removed from the garden. Okay. And so we have this amber stream, right? Yep. And we don't know what Rachel, what the hand of God and the other nefarious entities behind this show are trying to say, but it well, is I clear. Think there's a new ghostwriter this week, and I think she's asking that we call her the unfading, maybe. What's amaranth? Oh, the unfading. That's great. Yeah, immortal amaranth, unfading. Yeah, I. That's great. Yeah, and what was her name? Riri Cheney. Riri Cheney wrote this one. Wrote this one, and that's the unfading. And let's, sorry, let's take a moment and induct okay. her into the Ghostwriter yep. Pantheon. Welcome, Riri. Welcome, Riri Cheney, to the Ghostwriter Pantheon. You shall ever, forever, now be called. The unfading. Amaranth, the unfading, or just the unfading? Immortal Amaranth, the unfading, shading the fount of life where the river Immortal of Amaranth, the unfading. Through... Yeah, okay, is what that's you're good. what you're called. Yeah. Um, we were thinking about, just in case you're listening, we were thinking about calling you Humpty Dumpty, which it isn't just as seem good. good. Yeah, so. but, but it's all part of the same thing, Tanner. Let, let, allow me, allow me. Okay. The, remember, you'll remember that they remove the Humpty Dumpty from the wall, right? Yes. Okay. Well, we know what Humpty Dumpty represents. We've talked about it before. Eggs. Well, yes, literally, and probably metaphorically to some extent. But what? I'll ask you the question that I asked you before again. What yes. do Humpty Dumpty and Eve have in common, Tanner? Oh. Um... They fell. They both fell. <laughs> they both fell. Yeah. Yeah. They both so, fell. This is this is wheels within wheels here. We've got wheels within these, wheels. These metaphors that are competing and building upon one another. We've got the great fall. We've got the eternal amaranth that was cast out from paradise when Adam and Eve cast were cast. And we've out. got the amber stream. We've got the amber stream, and I still don't quite know what you mean by that. Is it pee? It does sound like pee, and I've got to say, having said it, that it does sound a bit like pee, but I don't think it is. I think what Milton it's, was referring to is a babysitter's club. They're trapped in amber. The after amber the fall. stream. Oh, and you know what a stream is? What? A brook. A brook. A stony brook. Wow. Wow. Wow, and it's and what we're saying is, and and Sharon really drove it home with one headlight because she's saying <laughs> here in Stony Brook, yeah, they don't have amaranth. That's right, 
and we may as and we Rick don't said, have well, it. We may as well starve. We may as well. We don't starve. have it here. This is not paradise. We've all been driven out, and we have, we're all living our sad moral lives now. That is incredible. Wow, very deep, Rachel, and and Riri. Before we take a break, I would like to end on a slightly more positive note, and then I will stop talking about amaranth. Um, as you will know, the 16th century French poet Joachim du Bellay also talks about amaranth. He says, "We bring these amaranth. It's not a rock, right? It's not a rock. It's it's an eternal flower." Okay. We bring these amaranths, these white lilies, a sign and sacrifice. May love, we pray, like amaranthine flowers, feel no decay. So I read that as being talking about the love uh, that exists between Sharon and uh, the guy from The Good Place. Yes. And that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So that's, there's another version of what amaranth means that is positive. And it's just that they're going to get together. They're going to find a fridge. They're going to do what— They might not even wait till they find a fridge. Did you catch at the 5 minute 35 second mark, the guy from The Good Place says— they run into Sharon and, and Don at the store, mm. and he says, Sharon, you're here where I am, at the store, the shopping store. <laughs> We're shopping for food for dinner. And he's just like so... He's so f- uh, flustered. Flustered and like yeah. overwhelmed to be interacting with this woman that he has an undying amaranthian spark for. Yeah. In this place that's already so sexually charged. Oh, sorry. So come on, yeah, and that's your one. That's your one. <laughs> so that's so intimately, charged, romantically charged, right? For him, that I feel yes. like this is kind of like a sensory overload. A bit. You know what it is? It's the good place for him. This is the good place for him. This is the Here good place. Here he is, yeah, with a woman he loves, yeah, in an environment that. Gives him a feeling of Think how love. many fridges are in that grocery store. I know. It's surrounded <laughs> by them. <laughs> yeah, um, it's good. I, That's yeah. all good. That's powerful. Um, it's, I, it's, they, the writers of this show are just incredible. They're amazing. They they've done... They've just weaved all that in into one episode. It's 20, These episodes are 20 minutes. It's wild. We should probably take a break and then we'll come take back a quick and talk break. about the actual bulk of this episode, which is the Impossible Three. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Best Fiends is a free-to-download, casual, mobile puzzle game with literally yep. thousands of levels that is boredom's yep. worst nightmare. And yep. uh, if you guys don't remember, Tanner and I have been engaging in a friendly competition yep. uh, between my group of fiends, uh, the Jack's, Jack's jerks, Jumping Jerks, Jack's jumping jerks. and Tanner's Tiny, tiny Ticklers. ticklers. Yep. Um, and up until now, we've had some difficulties because while I have been playing through the game at quite a clip and advancing uh, and binging on the game and advancing mm-hmm. from level to to level uh, and enjoying more levels, events, and challenges that are added all the time. Um, Tanner, you've tended to have trouble um, getting your phone started. My phone wasn't working, but yeah. I have gotten it to work, Jack, okay. and I've, I've, I feel like I've caught up with you in Best yeah. Fiends. Um, okay, that's great to hear. I'm really I'm, I'm here to engage with you on it and, and talk about kind of our experiences playing the game. I do love the game. I just had a lot of phone troubles up until now. Okay, well, I'm glad but you're back But now I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm playing it. I'm having so much fun with it. I love it. 
Okay, well, I'll start. Uh, so one of my experiences playing the game that I really enjoy is um, I really like picking which fiends to use and oh, upgrading them that. and c- building a crack team as I go through the levels. My favorite is Mordecai. Okay, that's not one. It's my favorite fiend. What level are you on, Jack? I am somewhere in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yourself? Seven. D thousand. Well, okay, that's a lot. They do have thousands of levels, uh, and they do have updates 000. all the time, so you can keep at least seventy thousand. Yes. So yep. that's what level I'm on, and I am having a fun with it. It's me. It's Mordecai. Yeah. It's um, okay. That's not one of them. Well, maybe it's in the later levels. But, it's and, you haven't got there yet. Uh, it says here, what makes you want to keep at it? That's a good thing. For me, it's just, it's binge-worthy, and it's like, it's bite-sized. You can just play like a little bit for like 10 minutes uh, when you've got, when you're waiting for the something, whatever. To me, it's the feeling it gives me, if you know what I mean. No. Oh, just binge-worthiness. It feels so good to play. Yeah. And uh, when do you play? Only at night, baby. Okay. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Um, Only at night. Okay, perfect. I'm starting to think that you still have not been able to get your phone started. I I really want to play more. <laughs> yeah. Jack, I do love the game. It's very fun, and we yeah. were competing, but I have so many phone problems. Is it possible that you're f- holding your phone upside down? Tried that. Yeah. Okay. You know you can hold your phone sideways, too? Yeah. <laughs> And I tried that as well because someone I was I was on the forums. I've been in touch with the makers of Best Fiends, and I just I, this is not their fault. I can tell you this is not their fault. And phone. the game is so fun. Yeah. I'm so interested in playing. Yeah. Okay. Have you tried turning your phone on? Oh, there's a button on that usually on the side. What do you mean on? Forget it. Uh, download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Holy That's sh- friends without the R. Best this thing just lit up. Fiends. Okay. Well, this is great. Whoa. That's a lot of <laughs> notifications. <laughs> if there's something preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Welcome back to the Thrilling Adventure oh, Hour. Okay, we're doing this still. Okay. What, you have a problem with it? I just don't get the character. Butterman. Butterman is No, Butterman so is clear. Great. I get that. But me, Mr. Margarine, what is he? Like, he's too far. He's like, villain. He's too far removed from he the. He causes all the issues from the. The copy, the ad copy that we have to do. I guess I, I just don't have. There's not grief, anxiety. Yeah. Okay. 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 Welcome back to the thrilling adventure hour. This week, yeah, we return to our film noir detective story starring Butterman (laughs) P.I. Okay. Okay. Hey, it's me, Butterman (laughs) P.I. I was sitting in my office. It was a cold, dark, rainy evening. I saw a silhouette of a busty broad (laughs) in my uh, office window. I beckoned her to come in. It was the gee gal. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wait, and that's that's me? She was legs all the way up, all the way down, and something told me that if I took this case, I'd be dealing with a lot of stress problems. Depression, anxiety, relationship issues. I'd probably lose a lot of sleep. 
Um, Grief, self-esteem issues. But uh, how could I turn down a beauty like this? Butterman. It says on the door. That's a fatal. Hey, Butterman. It says on the door outside that you're looking for trouble. Uh, no, it says on the door outside that if you're looking for butter, <laughs> butterhelp.com can help, and I'll send out my licensed cream slurs to get you the butter you need. I, well, I've got a problem. I'm ghee gal, and for folks who don't know, ghee is a kind of clarified butter. Yeah. And... I. Butterman, I'm looking to connect in a safe and private online environment that's so convenient that I could start communicating in under 24 hours, specifically for something that's not self-help, and that is professional counseling. Well, lady, I can't help you with that, (laughs) but you know who can? My friends at (laughs) BetterHelp.com. Anything you share with BetterHelp.com is confidential, it's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states right now. Okay, and I've got another problem. Yes. Uh, There's been a murder. Oh my god. (laughs) Now this I can help with. Because in addition to doing butter crimes, I am a private eye. Yeah, and... Well, wait, let me ask. Is it butter-related, the murder? Yeah. uh, Because I focus on butter-related A number of licensed cream slurs were taken out. God. Those are my friends. (laughs) My trusted employees. Um, I should mention that BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to charge counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. Uh, In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I already said that, and Gee Gal. Yeah. Listeners, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash babysitters. You can join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash babysitters. I love you, and I kiss you, and I think we're going to need to keep workshopping this character. (laughs) (laughs) Tanner, I will just put like tie a little bow on this topic that we've been talking about. Um, just came back from break. What are you talking about? We haven't talked about anything. We did before break. We were talking about Amaranth. We were talking about Humpty Dumpty, the egg, and Eve's fall, and the right. fall of the egg, and how it all ties together. And I would just like to say, before we move on from this, is it not unbelievably resonant that this video novel begins with Dawn's mother shelving an egg beater? In ecstasy. Yeah, well, sure. But she's okay. she's saying goodbye to it, right? She's, say, she's saying Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Guess what? Let's double down on that. The symbolism of the egg beater is, I, like, I don't even know how to begin to unpack it. That's what, that's Humpty Dumpty's greatest fear, right? Surely. It's his greatest fear, but it's not even his undoing. No, it's not. But it re- it represents what happened, I guess. Right, and then all the soldiers with the magnificent weapons, they couldn't put him back together. again. They couldn't put him back together again. Something to think about. I don't want to dwell on it too much longer, but I, I just I I needed that as a coda to this. Just a discussion. Maybe of the it's inc- a maybe it's a metaphor for her for being barren. Okay, that's well. All her eggs too. are beaten. Okay, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But she's about to get a new daughter. So right, okay, that's great. It doesn't matter. That's possible too. Lots of different interpretations here. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about the Impossible Three, weren't we? We're going to talk about Mrs. Barrett. We're going to talk about the, yes. the the substance of this video novel. Finally, we 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 meet Ms. Barrett and the Barrett children. She's a she's a she's getting into acting, and she's taking right. a lot of yogurt commercials. Right. Jobs on yogurt commercials. And mm-hmm. she's always rehearsing lines with Don and she puts a lot of she leans on Don quite a bit and she asks Don to do more than is acceptable in terms of babysitting and housework and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um and she's always getting chirogenic She's having her head cryogenically frozen. To preserve it? To preserve it. It's an interesting... They don't dwell on it, but at some point, it's at the 17 minute and 40 second mark, Natalie says... I'll be back after my cryogenic freeze facial. So they're oh, free... So they're they're gonna, starting with the face. They're going to freeze her face. Okay. So it's like a face-off kind of thing? Because I think that's what they do in face-off. Is that what it is? I don't know. I love the sci-fi elements that they're introducing. We've got the we've got the Brent Weeks like color magic stuff, and then you have this like science fiction stuff that's like she's getting her like part of her head frozen. Like I guess. To well, we know it. that Anne likes to um, incorporate elements of the '90s film Return to Oz too. Right. She loves we've that. Talked about that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, her kids are rotten. Our kids are rotten. They're not much fun. They're not very nice. But Buddy Dawn whips them into Don's shape. But with a sword. Yeah, it's rude. He it's rude. Uh, he attacks her for not recognizing that the floor is in fact lava. Oh, actually, Jack, that brings me to a yep. segment. Mm-hmm. It's called my. <gasps> Burning week. Not a lot of burns in this video book. Not a lot of burns in this video book, but the first time Don enters the Barrett home, yeah. Buddy says the floor is lava. And then Don has like an exchange with Ms. Barrett as she's running out the door. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Ms. Barrett leaves, Buddy says, Don! Don! You're in lava! <laughs> yeah. And that's my burn because she would be burning up. My only burn that I captured is at. Do you four... get it? Because she would be burning. It's lava. Oh, okay. She she's burning up in the lava. Right, and she's yeah the the purgatorial flames. These so dawn video books have a religious element to them, and uh, folks just need to know that the Impossible Three obviously is a reference to the Holy Trinity, and then here we have a reference to Dante's Purgatorio, where dawn is. What is it that uh, Arno Danielle says in Purgatorio when he jumps back? Pois uh, cose uh, yeah. nel fuoco che gli affina. Totally. And so I jumped back into the flames which refined me, right? Yeah. I'll have what he's having. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but so it's a burn of the week, and it's also a burn of uh, eternal, eternally. Yes, because she's burning up in the lava. Um, my burn of the week is at the four minute and fifteen second mark, where um, <laughs> Christie's like, "Oh, Natalie Barrett's like this like divorcee who's like totally off the rails," and Don says, "That's kind of reductive." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not smart enough to know what that means. But if someone said that to me, I would be fully put in my place. 
<laughs> you would probably be furious, which Christy was. Yeah, I'd be Christy, furious. Like, bars Don from joining the Babysitters Club. Yeah. Um, and they have a contentious relationship until Don admits that she's Christy's friend, Jack. Yeah. Walden. Greedia. Greedia knows what they did. Yeah, they know what they did. They know what they did. We're looking at you, Walden Greedia. You know what you did. They were watching us for some time before they started this show. Yeah, they've been watching us. They knew we had a vested interest in these books. Yep. They knew that we wanted to be involved with the show, even if we didn't say it, because we would never ask that, obviously. That would mm-hmm. be gauche. Right. Um, we're offer only, I think is the the term. Okay. We only work when an offer comes in. Yeah. Is that because we're too timid or because we're too proud? Too proud. Yep. That's what I thought, and that's what I think, and that it's true. And... There are a lot of opportunities throughout all of these video novels where... You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I, I could have been that fucking character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this week, Jack, Don gets a call while she's hanging out with Christy. Yeah. From Disneyland Daddy. We talked right. about it very briefly with Rachel, but you do see on a FaceTime call. He says, say hello to Gus. Say hello to Gus. Yeah. yeah. Hey, baby. Say hi to Gus. She was about to say hi. And they're making paella. That could have been us, couldn't it? Couldn't that have been us? One of them is already called Jack. I can pl- make paella. I can I get can on a FaceTime. Paella. I can say, say hello to Gus. And I could say, she was about to. <laughs> And that's all we would say if Don called us. Yeah. And that's all we would need to say. And I, that's like scale because we have a speaking role. So that's like a thousand bucks or whatever. Yeah. I could it's use fine. the money. I'll use it. Say hello to me. Say hello to me. I yeah. think we could have played these roles. We could have played these roles, Walton Greedia. But you were Walton too greedy, Greedia. weren't you? You needed to you get these trained actors. actors. It's yeah. upsetting. Here's another worrying thing that the Walden Greedia folks put in this video novel. Or I don't know if it was the hand of God or who, but it's scary. Let me read you this passage. At 1040, one of the girls, oh, Stacy says to Dawn, who's been up all night looking after the Barrett kids. Seriously, Dawn, you can't keep living like this, falling asleep in corners and during frog dissections. Okay. Do you think it's... Well, it's two things, isn't it? Oh, oh, wow. It's, man, the immortal amethynth, am, amaranth, yeah. the unfading, yeah. is is clearly like, and and the hand of God are clearly both doing like some deep dives into, yeah, into the lore. lore. Yeah. And finding a lot of the same connections we've found. Right, exactly. It sounds like. Yes. Because the, the corner stuff. We've been telling you, if you don't know to round off the corners in your bedroom by now, and if you don't know why, yeah, I almost can't help you. I can help you. I can help yeah. you. It's the Hounds of Tindalos. It's the Hounds of Tindalos. They, they come, come in the out corners. of the corners. Yep. And they get you. And they get you, and you don't want to get got by them, so round off the corners in your home. We tell you every week. Every fucking week. <laughs> Sorry. Shit. And look what happened to Dawn. That's oh, our... Fuck. Oh, <laughs> Can you bleep them? I don't think so. I really just am worried about 
Yeah. The, the We've done so young well. Young women we're having on the show later. Yeah. Hearing it, you know? Okay. Well, that's um, it. No more. The ha- then look what happens to Dawn. Yeah. She's a wreck. She's a wreck. Because these hounds of Tintaloser are, are... Yeah, she's trying to stay up. Because she, she, if you fall asleep, that's how, when they that's get when you. That's when they get you. That's when they get you. And then we've got these... It's the end of the wandering frog people in a way that's troubling. Yeah. It's a whole world that Anne built via the pikes. This world of the wandering frog people. It has this right. rich mythology. It's a rich culture. Yeah. And it sounds like now what they've decided to do on the show is is kill and dissect them. Right, which is deeply troubling um, and something that we're going to have to explore. Another thing we'll have to explore that we don't necessarily have time for is at the 13 minute and 40 second mark where Christie says to Dawn, David Michael wasn't really upset that the cheese was too yellow. He felt ignored, so he wielded bread as his weapon. It's bread theory. It's all bread. And it is all bread, and it's all the way up, and it's all the way down, just like Mrs. Barrett's legs, and we can say it. Okay, well, And we've said it. Now we've said it. Now it's NC-17, and sorry... Yeah, Sochi and Malia, but you can't listen to this one in 2017. <laughs> Great, Jack. How reduct? How d- reductive? <laughs> I, I think I'm using that right. Yeah, no, that's what it means. Um, um, well, while we're now, 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 it's like a adult show. Yeah, and it's like after dark, and we can okay. just talk about whatever we want. Can I talk about one last thing? Okay, but be very careful because it's still PG-13. Sharon says at one point, as she's walking off screen to Batgirl, mm-hmm. here's where I brew my own kombucha for adults only. Okay. And it's drinking. I don't know what it is, but it's for adults only. So a, I yeah. waited until <laughs> the show went blue and we were only talking about adult themes to bring yeah. it up. Okay. Yeah. This is I going wasn't going to bring it up before because rails. we were trying to keep it PG-13, but now it's... Yeah, spicy. Kombucha and we're talking about only. kombucha. That's and I for hope only. that you're listening to this after dark. I do hope that you're listening to this after dark. Yeah, I hope you're in the in the bedroom boudoir. We can say boudoir. You, Let's say boudoir. Let's just say it. Divine spark is shining alongside yours. Yeah, and and thinking about kombucha, kombucha for adults is like <laughs> helping set the mood for you. Tanner, I do think that we should leave and go. Okay. I will say, can I say before we go that this uh, this video novel is deeply unfair to Dawn? Why? Last week, Marianne did a good thing and called an ambulance for Bailey, who was uh, having a bad fever. And yes. the video novel was called Marianne Saves the Day. This week, Dawn does the right thing and calls the cops and ends up solving the case of the missing child. And it's not called Dawn Saves the Day? Oh, yeah. What the heck? Well, she didn't save it. She didn't save it. She day. saved a damn day. Hampton or Hamilton. Hamilton. Barrett. Hamilton Barrett is an innocent bystander in all of this. This novel should have been called, this video but novel should have been no called. But he was in no danger, though. Dawn saves the day. But he was in no danger, and she didn't solve the mystery. But he just came home. So you're, okay. you're so wrong-headed about this. Okay. Oh, you think so? Dawn did nothing. You should. You think the book, the video book should have been called Dawn she did nothing? Up. She gave up. And she gave Dawn up. gave up. Dawn gives up. Okay, fine. I'm, I'll tell oh, Sochi. Yes. And in fact... I guess we're going to do that now because we have an interview. Yes. And now our interview with Sochi and Malia. 
Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hello. Such a cool teen <laughs> doing TikTok dances. <laughs> How long were you doing TikTok dances for? <laughs> I was. I was doing like so many TikTok dances before you guys finally let me in. Oh, Tanner and I haven't even practiced our TikTok dances today. I'm so embarrassed. 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I've been listening so long. I've been, like, I've literally been listening to your voices like before I even went to Canada to film. And it's so weird because I'm not seeing you guys. Here we are. This is what we look like. It's always so yeah. weird to see someone. You've only yeah, seen it, heard their voice. I know. It's like I'm fangirling. It's just like, it's so I also saw you liking photos of my baby on Instagram. So you you got like a sneak preview of what I look like because I look just like my baby. I've been following you for like a year now. (laughs) And I, I, because I finally just got a check on Instagram, I was like, why not just unlike everything and just like it so he'll just get a spam? And I was like, (laughs) that's a flex to check on Instagram. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Hello, Malia. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Hi. Welcome both of you to the show. We're so starstruck. Here we have Don and Mary Ann. Oh, thank you so much. You're the most famous people we've ever spoken to. Stop it, you guys. I'm just like, I'm like I can't process anything right now. I'm like, <laughs> have you guys been hitting the the like interview circuit pretty hard over the last few weeks? Yeah, yeah the interviews. Um, it's a whole new experience for me and. Especially now with it being over Zoom, it's completely different than what I had expected. But I still think it's really fun to be able to experience this with these amazing girls. Um, And it's really, it's been busy, but I really like it. What can you guys tell us about? Are you guys starting like season two sometime soon? We have no idea. Like, honestly, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. My whole body's crossed with this. It was in the top 10. It was in the top 10 for a while. And I have to say, I'm pretty proud of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, that's like a big deal. That, that was very exciting. Um, we haven't heard anything yet. We've been pushing Rachel and uh, Lucia pretty hard to cast us as as I, I, I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so maybe we'll see you in Canada soon for season two. Yeah. I think I've got a line on playing Boo Boo the Cat because he hasn't <laughs> been cast yet. So Yes. That would be too good. He's going to do like mocap. That would be good. <laughs> Have you guys seen that image online of um, Kristen Stewart like petting Taylor Lautner on the head when they were starring in Twilight together? I haven't. No. Taylor no. Lautner like played a werewolf. So he was like doing mocap as a wolf. And there was a very awkward photo of like Kristen Stewart like patting him on the head. And I'm worried that that's what you guys are going to have to do with Jay. <laughs> There's actually a photo of me petting Sophie Grace's head. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> Tanner uh, made me watch before we got on this interview. Tanner made me watch um, the episode that this is going to be on is um, the Ghost of Dawn's house. So I'm still like pretty. Mm. Sorry, not the Ghost of Dawn's house. Dawn and the Impossible Three. Yeah. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm still <laughs> teary eyed from the ending of it. It's like a one-two Aww. punch of some pretty sad stuff with Christy and then um, yeah. with Dawn. So anyway, if, excuse me if I'm a little emotional. Show <laughs> <laughs> your emotions, dude. We need those emotions. We need a, we need a rainfall. We just, <laughs> true, we do. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. We do cry quite a bit at 
both the books and the TV series. We've gotten used to it. At first, we were embarrassed yeah. about it, but now we're just learning to embrace it. <laughs> yeah. We've you know, I still cry when I watch all the episodes. Yeah. I just sit home alone in my cold room with oh, my dog. Oh, so that got dark quick. Um, <laughs> that's a virtual hug is being sent to you. My gosh. <laughs> you felt it? Jack, we should probably um, introduce our guest, shouldn't we? Oh yes. Oh, this was all just this was all just preamble to the actual episode. Okay. Okay. Um, we are joined this week by Sochi Gomez and Malia Baker, Dawn, and Marianne. Hi. Hi. <laughs> from the Babysitters Club Netflix show, they're the most famous people we've ever talked to in our lives. So we're a little um, nervous, but we'll do our best. That's nice, Tanner. Here's yeah. what we got a couple of questions we want to ask you. And then if with your permission, we'd like to play a little game to help you potentially prepare for some storylines that might be coming your way. Season two, season Fun. three, season four. Yep. Um, nice. Yeah, we've read all these books. We're kind of experts. So uh, if you have oh. any questions about the characters <laughs> or storylines, you know, we're happy to we're happy to help. Yeah. You're doing a great job so far, but it never hurts to talk to an expert, somebody who really knows the characters. <laughs> I feel like I'm definitely gonna like when I'm, if we if we go back for season two, I'm gonna be contacting you. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. we need to know <laughs> the storylines, how we're feeling in that moment. Yes, I like I need some like intentions. I need them. Yeah, perfect. Um, okay, so here's my first question, and then we'll go straight to the game for a little bit. Um, I want to know, and maybe you've been asked this before. Uh, for each of you, which babysitter you are and not on the show in life? Yes, we have been asked this. It's one of my favorite questions. Yeah. I am definitely a mix of Marianne and Dawn. I feel like the best thing about the Babysitter's Club is that you can at least relate to one of the girls and you can see yourself in one of them. So I think I'm definitely Marianne and Dawn with a hint of Christy because I can be very assertive. Okay. Um, yeah, but Sochi, go for it. Um, but I probably say I'm a Dawn. I'm like, flat out Dawn, except when people like yell at me when they're like, so what are you doing? Then I turn me, like, like, I just turn into a, a Marianne. I go, Oh <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm like a hundred percent Dawn, except I'm not like political and I don't have a huge vocabulary like she does. <laughs> I had to like highlight everything. I was, like, I've been in my, since we started reading these books, I've been every babysitter or I've thought I was, uh, but yeah. I've <laughs> settled on Mallory. Oh, Mallory. Yeah. It's a deep, mm-hmm. it's like kind of a cool answer. So if you want it's to, next cool. time someone asks you this question, it's kind of a cool answer to give. It's like saying, uh-huh. I'm Abby. Yeah. Or say, like, Ooh. say, actually, I'm Wendy Loser, who is like a babysitter <laughs> oh, for one book. That's like <laughs> deep into the book. My goodness. You guys really are experts on these things. We've, I think at this point, we've read every single book except for the last few Friends Forever books, which is where we were when mm-hmm. the Netflix show came out and we had to like pause everything and like, we'll get back to the, the Friends Forever eventually, but. I know. I heard you guys like taking a whole pause on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. It was worth. It's worth it. The show is really it's good. Worth it. Yeah. The show um, is great. Okay. Here's so here's a. Te- it sounds like you guys really know your stuff. So you may find this fairly easy. But here's what we want to do to help you kind of prepare for potential storylines. And um, I think the way that this would make sense to do is you can consult amongst yourselves if you're not sure of the answer. But we're going okay. to um, pr- uh, say a plot of a babysitter's club book that has not been filmed yet 
Okay. And you can tell us whether it's a real thing that happens in the Babysitter's Club or something we just made up. Okay. Oh, wow. This is nerve-wracking. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. But consult among, before you give your final answer, consult amongst yourselves unless you feel really sure okay. of it. Okay. I'm going to start. So to you, we're on a team. Should I start, Tanner? You want to go next? <laughs> so I can like... Um, yeah, I'll do the next one. You start. And we're going to be reporting these results back to Rachel and Lucia. Yeah, Lucia. Um, so. so, you know, I just... I. It's going to be fine... But but really do. I don't get these think right. they'll recast you guys. But <laughs> I would do your best. <laughs> okay, plot number one: Dawn is visiting California when she is visited by a mysterious spectral entity that appears to be the vengeful spirit of a murdered surfer. <laughs> that does that happens in the Dawn series and like the Dawn and the Californians. No, I think it's. Oh, I think it's uh, Don. I love that you're writing this down. <laughs> no, like, I have to write it down to like think about it. I also love that you knew about the California Diaries. Yeah. Oh, no, we're I up against some serious professionals here. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's Don and the Surfer Ghosts, right? Nice. Yes. Nailed oh, it. Oh, go so. Yes. <laughs> you're writing everything down. I'm like. All right, Tanner. Oh, yeah. Let me pull up the doc. Sorry, we're very unprofessional. <laughs> Well, some of us Um, are. Here's the next one. You guys ready? After Marianne receives a threatening letter on Halloween, her life begins to fall apart, culminating in a dramatic showdown at the town's graveyard. Um, so isn't it like Marianne and the Bad Luck Mystery? You're asking me like I know. I know, (laughs) but you were like the expert on set. You had like the the BSE dictionary and you were like... like that BSC, didn't happen, actually. Yes, you Bible. It's like it has yeah, that. pretty much. <laughs> um, no, the bad luck mystery is when like I don't, I don't think that happened. I don't think that happened either. Did it? It's Marianne and the bad luck mystery. BSC oh, number seventeen. Right. <laughs> I was. What? <laughs> I should have trust my instincts. Seventeen. No, it's literally up there. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> That's gonna be like next season or the one after if they do it yeah i remember reading that i didn't know it was halloween though the first thing that came to mind was she gets the bad luck mystery and like they meet in the woods and it was like cut out magazine words oh yeah it's a dark put it down yeah it got like spooky fast a lot of it Um, like takes place in a graveyard too which is very spooky yeah Mm -hmm. i think koki mason is the uh is the villain of the piece Mm. Oh, was it Koki? I thought it was Alan and like the two oh, it boys. Oh, it might be the boys. Do you guys, yeah. is there a Koki cast on the show yet? Because I can throw my hat in the ring for that one. <laughs> Not yet, but I will root for you, okay? I will see you on set. That would be amazing. Can I be Koki's, what's, Tanner, what's Koki's sidekick's name? He has like two sidekicks. Yeah, I could be one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is good. Okay. I don't think I would look out of place at all in the cafeteria scenes at Stony Brook <laughs> in middle school. You'd be like the grown man just a six sitting. Four man. Yeah. You can uh, dress like a new boy. It's acting. It's acting. It's acting, fun. yeah. Yeah, sure. Acting. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. You guys could be like in the if we do like the pageant, um, like Little Miss Stony Brook, you guys could be like the guys introducing, or you guys could be like pageant. You guys could be the host. <laughs> Oh we could have gosh. like sparkly like jackets on and like slick back hair and just be like, oh, like beauty pageant hosts. 
Like the judges, like judges. That so That's true. I want to be mm-hmm. Sabrina Bouvier. Oh. Okay, we're we're counting on you guys to relay all this back to Rachel and Lucia, please. Okay. Um, my turn, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Dawn falls in love with a deeply unpleasant bro named Travis, who wears denim from head to toe and drives a Camaro, which also happens to be the only thing he ever talks about. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> You have it in the, you know this, Sochi. You had it in the dictionary. I know. You kept saying, like, these were the spouses of the babysitter's club. You put together, Sochi, or is it something that you purchased? it's like, I purchased it. (laughs) I purchased it off eBay while my mom did. Um, But it's The Complete Guide to the Babysitter's Club. By David Mm -hmm. Levithan. Yeah, yeah. The Complete Guide. So it has, like, all the places they've ever visited. It has all the characters and like who their love interest is, what their favorite color is, what their like family is. And then they have each like section just for the family members too. Yep. And then they have family things. So like what happens in their family, it's like literally the- Coach, we should have studied before this. <laughs> My I goodness. Just, I didn't know you Sounds like you did, Sochi. <laughs> well, dang it. <laughs> I'm like, watch Sochi have it like right under her screen. Like, oh yeah, I didn't think it at all. <laughs> okay okay tanner answer no did you guys answer yeah oh wait, wait we haven't answered this one yeah we didn't know the title okay that's okay you don't have to say the title is it re- as long as you think okay. it's a real episode you just have to say yes or no he gives her, her he gives her his ring yeah that sounds right that does sound right yeah, yeah. and she goes like oh my god he's the worst you look at <laughs> it's the a real uh, book look at the cover of the book that he's on he's like all denim his name is travis yeah He's like a punker, isn't he? Like a, a punker. He's he's like one of these guys who like still hangs around the high school even though he's already graduated. Yeah, he's like one of, Oh no. One of those. You say that, Jack, as a, a man in his forties on a phone interview <laughs> with two teenagers. Um oh my. <laughs> it's uh Dawn and the Older Boy is the name of the book, number thirty seven. Older boy. <laughs> That's uncomfy. Yeah, he's a okay. creep. Mm. Okay, Tanner. Here goes. A poisonous spider from Venezuela takes residence in Marianne's house. In their efforts to get rid of it, the family accidentally burns the house down. Oh yes, the fire at Marianne's house. It's like one of the last books, right? Is that your final answer? Wait, no. (laughs) Wait, Dawn is. Did you just call her Dawn? <laughs> Sometimes it's just, it's hard, okay? We're on set all the time, and my contacts for these girls are Sochi, Dawn. Their last names are just their character names on my phone. It's, it's so sometimes, Sochi's yes. name on, on Zoom right now, too. I know. It's, Sochi it's, Gomez, Dawn. Oh, I should have changed oh it. <laughs> but Sochi, isn't it? They're like, the Marianne's house burns down, it does. Um, yeah, and like the last book that Anna Martin writes, it all what? ends in fire. Yeah, uh huh. the The photo is like, or she's <laughs> like this. That was good. Like, that was a, that yeah, was a pitch was. perfect oh <laughs> imitation of the photo of the fire at Marianne's. House. <laughs> so you guys are you're saying it's yes, the fire at Marianne's house. Yes, I'm I don't gonna, know if the spider I'm part gonna, is true though. <laughs> What I read to you was the plot of the 1990 film Arachnophobia, starring Jeff Daniels and John Goodman. <laughs> That's what I. 
spider wasn't true. I was like a spider from Venezuela. Marianne's house does burn down, but it's Marianne's not because house of does burn down, but it's Marianne. not from that. It's Faulty piece. electrical wiring. <laughs> yeah, is ah. is what they and say. And it's an old house. Yeah, is what they say. Yeah, Richard. Yeah, Richard is out here <laughs> burning houses down. <laughs> a bit too overprotective. <laughs> it's not. It's it's Esme. It's Esme. It's Aunt Esme. Of course, it is. We love what Morbid and Destiny became in the TV show, and we love how I much know. she's featured in the TV show. I know mm-hmm. she's such an amazing actress. So she got to work with her the most. But oh. yeah, I know. well, she's just me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she's so cool. Well, she definitely has like those vibes where she could be like, she can play multiple characters. Mm-hmm. And so you know, she was so sweet. But then like the second it was like the cameras were on, she's like. <laughs> yeah. she oh became this like witch and i was like i know it was kind of creepy and, like, it was creepy but it was a good creepy <laughs> it was fun it was like a good it, she's like a good witch unlike the books right? yeah mm-hmm. she's very, she's very spiritual practitioner it's 2020 it's it's cool to be a witch now. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's like the it's the trend yeah it's a new trend Jacko. Okay, you guys ready for another one? Yes. yes. Marianne prevents an evil zookeeper from releasing dangerous animals in a plot to destroy her colleagues. <laughs> no. That, no. <laughs> Is it? No. I have a bad poker face, so I like can't react to you guys. I know. I was like, I'm trying to see, read your guys' faces. Isn't that a Jim Carrey movie or something? It should be. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't. Okay, I don't think that was one of. It probably is. I. I guess you haven't read BSC Mystery Number Twenty: Marianne and the Zoo Mystery. In that case, <laughs> I have it on my bookshelf. Oh my gosh! Okay. I hope you like it's working okay. with animals, Malia, because that one is definitely coming up. <laughs> I do. I love. I have a lot of super specials, but I don't have mysteries. The mysteries are wonderful. Mm. They, it took us a little while. The mysteries but are my favorite. They're so much fun. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for Marianne to get her kitten Tigger. Oh, I'm yeah. waiting to get a kitten on set. Oh. My. Fingers are crossed. They'll probably, let, they'll probably let you take it home afterward. That'd be so cool. <laughs> my dogs do not like that, or my other cats. I, I'm a little crazy with pets, but it's okay. Um, I so that was one. I didn't guess that. Oh well. That's all right. It's okay. a really deep cut, and I described the mm. plot in a nefarious and diabolical way. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, exactly how I would describe you, Jack. Nefarious and diabolical. <laughs> Tanner, um, should I go? Yeah, yeah. We'll do a couple more. Don's new teacher isn't what he seems. He's an undercover detective from L.A. sent to catch a criminal who may be at large in Stony Brook. What kind of... I feel like that's something that Don would, like, do. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, Don just attracts these mysteries everywhere she goes. Isn't it, like, the one with, like, the missing child? The one with the backup... What's his name, Jack? Scott Sue? Who falls down the well? Isn't that a Christie story, though? I, we, can't, we can't reveal that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to, <laughs> trying to no pry thing. clues out of us. <laughs> We're like, isn't that a... Um, I almost I fell know. for it, too. But, <laughs> so, I think, I think it... What do you think? Rock, paper, scissors. Who says no? Who says yes? <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I'm thinking, I'm thinking yes. No, I'm thinking no. That's one of Christie's storylines. No, that's not one of Christie's storylines. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you do this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that happened. Okay. The good I'm... news is you're right. Because what I described yes. to you was the plot of yes. the 1990 film Kindergarten Cop starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. That's probably why I I love that movie. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah. Born yet. Dang. Did one of you say you weren't born yet? <laughs> that's rude. So did you say that? That's rude to yeah. say. You know that, right? I mean, I was only six. <laughs> I loved watching that movie. Yeah. Okay. You guys are uh, doing, I think you're doing great. You're so doing far. well. I've forgotten to keep score, but we'll have, we have an yeah. audio record of this. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Which we will be yeah. sending to Rachel and Lucia. Um, That's okay. Are, they're your bosses, right? They're just the only other people <laughs> we know. <laughs> I have all, so Rachel is the hand, no. Yeah, the hand of That's God. That's right. Yep. Yeah. God. <laughs> And I have decided that uh, Michael DeLuca, he's like the guy kind of who's always beside Rachel. Um, I called him the infinite. Wow. Do we have to get our hands on Michael DeLuca at some point in the next few weeks? That's cool. Why do you call him that? He just has this like wisdom. Yes. Why do you call him that? (laughs) Because he is like he is the infinite. If you think about it, he has all these. He does. Just search him up and you'll figure I'm it out. I'm so <laughs> into it. It's nice so to right. have someone else do the work for us for once. Yeah. We've been slaving away trying to come up with all these epithets. Soch will come to set prepared. <laughs> Super prepared. And with probably a, <laughs> a mocha in her hand, but prepared. <laughs> I know I've got my coffee. Awesome. There we go. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, we'll do two more. Ready? Here's one from okay. me. Marianne breaks up with Logan. Because he's too clingy. Clingy. Yep. That is a storyline. It is Marianne. What's the title? Um, it's not Marianne versus Logan, is it? It's Marianne breaks up. I wish the title was. You're so close. We're gonna give it to you. It's it's two. It's a it's a series of books. It happens twice. (laughs) The series. It happens twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. I read. I really read into that storyline because I was like, "Oh my gosh, they broke up. <laughs> they got back together because." And Marianne's Mrs. Logan. So yes, that is a storyline. Yeah, that is a storyline. Marianne yeah. versus Logan, and then they they break up again. In the we just learned in the Friends Forever series, Marianne's big break. Mm-hmm. We haven't finished it, but I kind of think it's really over this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe Marianne. Yeah. She did the right Our, thing. It wasn't working out. She did? Yeah. yeah she, she stood dropped up them. for herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just broke it off. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm done. She Bye-bye. yeeted. Mm-hmm. All right, Tanner, last one. Okay. This one's going to be a softball because I want you guys to go out on a win. Okay. That Marianne, makes it, you're setting the expectations game. That makes it, that no, makes it meaner because if they get it wrong, they're going to feel even yeah. worse. <laughs> no. I also kind of keep losing track that you guys are so much younger than us because I'm like, surely everyone knows the, the plot to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go for it. Marianne is left alone in the house by accident when her family goes on vacation without her and must fend for herself against potential robbers. I feel the beginning part is right, though. 
potential. For some reason, I can't see Marianne like becoming a ninja and like fending for herself <laughs> against potential robbers. But I mean, if that happens, I'll be happy to do that. I've always wanted to be in a spy movie. So my theory, my theory of Marianne is that whenever like she's so shy and retiring, but whenever like something really bad happens, that's when she like her superpower she comes steps out. Up. She steps up. Yeah, Marianne uh -huh. and the Great Romance, or it was like because those there's two books, Thirty and Thirty One, Marianne and the Great Romance, and uh, Dawn's Wicked Stepsister, which I really hope they do in season two. Because yeah, I hope they do that one too. Fight. They have like you know the whole plot of you know the parents getting married and the all the drama between the girls it's a messy mm -hmm. fight dawn's like playing the radio too loud <laughs> yeah geez so can you imagine turn down the radio you're gonna have to like oh, modernize but... that it's gonna be like you're playing sirius xm too loud <laughs> yeah turn down that tiktok <laughs> yeah that's what's gonna happen stop doing the tiktok dances dawn geez i'm sick of it um but i think i don't so tell me I think it was the one of those two books. It was in it was in that drama. What I described to gonna... you was the plot of the 1990 film Home Alone, starring. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Well, <laughs> they're tricky. They're it's tricky. a tricky game. I mean, I know we obviously all know that movie. Hopefully, we hopefully all know that movie. But I, I don't know why it just didn't come to mind in that moment. I think it was just because we were thinking about the books. And we like, I know. I was thinking about the books, and I was like, I can see Marianne. I think that no, one is, is the most likely of the fake ones to actually be the plot of a Babysitter's Club book. Mm -hmm. It's pretty plausible. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So much can happen. It's more plausible than the surfer ghost. <laughs> That's true. That was <laughs> That was a fun book, though. I hope we get to see the Surfer Ghost in action on the the Netflix series someday. Mm -hmm. I want to see the Surfer Ghost in action. That would be like it would it would be like from Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> Have you guys read the California Diaries? Yes. I think so, Chaz. Yeah, I so just, different. I've just read the summary of them, but they're so wild. It's so wild. It's like, oh honestly, God. it's like Dawn is living a double life because like they take place contemporaneously with the main books, but like the stuff that's happening mm -hmm. in her life does not make sense with like the way I she know. talks to the babysitters in the main series. I know, and the babysitter club, she's like, oh yeah, we're so cool we're together. We're friends forever. And then in here she's like, I hate you. You guys are my friends anymore. One of those. I'm sorry, what just happened? I'm gonna need to read these books apparently because they're like aimed at slightly older readers, I think, so they're a little okay. more like mature in their themes. Well, yeah, it's like, it, and it's, I think it's supposed to be like before it's after like, Dawn moves back after. to California. Yeah, when she moves back, yeah. But the thing is, it's like she's like a completely other person, she yeah. really mm. changes. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe it's got to do with her past. Yeah. We don't know. Ooh, some messed up past that Don has and she was trying to escape. I think it's just yeah, what California that. does to oh. a person. We never do find out who murdered the surfer ghost, you know? Could have been Dawn. Mm. Crime of that passion. got dark. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Dawn, what are you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, great. I think you guys won. You we win. You win the game. Yeah, we didn't okay. keep score. Okay, okay. Well... Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have any recommendations for what books we should read next? We are we have about five more after we're done with the series. We've got five more Babysitters Club books, and then we're gonna have to do something else. Is there another series that we can? And more. 
Animorphs would be awesome. Oh my god, you guys are gonna- <laughs> mm-hmm. Um when I was younger, I really liked this the Land of Stories series. The Land like, of Stories, Chris I'm gonna write it down. Oliver. Uh-huh. It was like this Oh, it was a good series. I, everyone in my school like loved them. I started a trend with that book because everyone wanted to read the same one. But I I liked that series when I was younger. I stopped reading at like the last few books. I don't know why, but I did. Well, so you for the guy from Glee? Yeah, he is. That was why I like searched him up. I was like, oh, he writes books too. Um, but that wow. he, that's the same guy. Well, I know that an- they're rebooting Animorphs. So if you kind of want to do like the same thing Ooh. you're doing. Oh, yes. Wait for that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Although, yeah, I think like if we can get on the front end of something and just like really use the publicity of a Netflix show to <laughs> to draft off of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be on Netflix. Maybe. Maybe we can be in it now that we're going to be big stars after oh our star turn on season two of the babysitter. Yeah. Club. Mm-hmm. Be like one of those weird aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it happening. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you both for for coming on the show. Of course, this is so much fun. Thank you for having us. This is definitely on my bucket list. I love. I just. I really. It was like one of the things I wanted to do because we have like you know been doing so many interviews. It's just like if I could just be on Razor's Club. <laughs> you can come on anytime. You can, be, you can be the third host if you want. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, host. go so <laughs> every day. Yes. Don't mess with me like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was so fun, guys. Thank you so much. We love the show. It's so good. You guys are so good in it. And uh, you're doing yeah. it justice. We've been living with these books for four years now, and it was a high bar to clear, but you cleared it. It's awesome. We love it. Yeah. Hey, thank you so Eric. much. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the show. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. And we're back. And we're back. Wow. Sochi, Malia, you were both so great. I just have a couple more questions. There's not here. They're gone. They're gone. We're, it's the next day. Oh. We're back. We're here. Who we are talking to is the Baby Nation. Okay. And what we were saying to them is... Baby Nation, I guess I can ask you these questions. No, we're just telling them stuff. What we're telling them is that we're grateful that they're... Oh, I just do not understand this <laughs> at all. We're grateful that they bore with us today, aren't we? Yeah. And I'm grateful that you bore with me today, Tanner. I guess I have... Can I have the Can I ask you the questions? Sure. What's the hardest part of... Uh, recording during the school year and how do you school (laughs) ask me next year after i have a starring part on the babysitters club netflix (laughs) show season two in the meantime what i would like to say is please do subscribe to our patreon it's a patreon.com slash bscc podcast uh we have a whole other show about the little sister books there's no visual element but we do a good job of describing what happens Yes. Um, please do join our Facebook group. It is growing. The Baby Nation. What do you mean there's no visual element? The, Susan Tang does drawings. And the word novel. Yeah. We read the word novels each week. They're visual. Yeah, there's word, there are visual words and there are visual pictures in the book, and I missed, I made a mistake. But we have a please, whole segment about the pictures. 
got a whole segment about the pictures. It's at patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. We also have a Facebook group that you must join. It is the Baby Nation Facebook group. You can find it by going to our Facebook page, Babysitters Club Club, and clicking on the group. That's where all the action happens. Lots of new people are joining. Join the fun. Please do rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, the ratings and reviews help us to move up in the rankings. So uh, go ahead and leave us a nice rating and a nice review. I will probably read it eventually. Tanner will not. I, I shan't be. Buy the merch, bit.ly slash BSCC. Merch, all sorts of fun stuff up there. Shirts, stickers, pins. Totes. Totes. And more. And what I would like to say finally is that this week we did read a video novel and it was called babysitters club netflix show number five dawn and the impossible three next week we're going to be reading a video novel called babysitters club netflix show number six claudia and mean janine oh i actually am going to be excited about that one because the janine character on this show is very yeah janine is awesome and i'm looking forward to the elephant jokes yeah and finally i would like to thank our guests very much for joining yes. us this week and for thank you for joining us being so much fun do you is there anything you want to plug or no they're not currently or... here they're not here they're not here that oh. thank you guys um it was really fun to have you on the show in the meantime all that i have to say is that this week my name has been jack alexander shepherd my name's tanner greenring and has been please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom see we say it every fucking week every week <laughs> every Ding dang week. Well, no, we're we can say Okay, it's after dark. It's after dark. Drown all your dolls. Call your senator and demand your right to bear time and do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Claudia is wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. Woman, human mm-hmm. woman with appendages that go that don't stop, that don't stop all the way up and all the way down. Yeah, uh, bottom appendages. Yeah, uh, nothing about arms. The torso has dangling beneath it, yes, two appendages. And how far do they dangle? All the way to the all ground, all the way down, and yeah. all the way back up again. Yep. And that and it's a human woman. Yes. And that's I a think... way to say it that's PG thirteen. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>